Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, happy Friday, and uh, we are off and running. So much to get to today. We got an exciting announcement coming up at 4.05, and um, excited to present one of our newest partners on the Matt Mosley Show. Always fun, and um, we've got all kinds of news breaking, as always. The um, big news, and, and of course, we'll have more on this in Campus Confidential, but um, earlier today, the uh, OU Texas to join the SEC uh, in 25 as planned. And the, 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 the early exit talks have stalled. And there was some thought that might, this might be the last go-round. It took a while to figure out this schedule. And the networks and the two conferences uh, could not get this thing worked out. It says uh, Pete Dammel had this story on ESPN the negotiations for Oklahoma State and Texas to leave the Big 12 a year early and join the SEC in 2024, okay, which would have been a year early, have stalled, and a deal is not expected to um, come to fruition, uh, sources told ESPN on Friday morning. So there is your, uh, your news. Now, big show planned today. In addition to a station announcement coming up at about 4.05 here, I'm going to introduce you to one of our new partners. Um, we've got, uh, well, we've got the, the new Baylor running backs coach. A.J. Stewart is going to be joining us at 4.20 today. Aaron, help me stay on time today. We've got, we're got we lined up. We're booked with big-time guest Alvin Brooks III, Baylor's uh, very uh, well-respected associate head coach, co-associate head coach with John Jacobs, of course. And Alvin Brooks III, who, um, man, he's got great ties and great um, all throughout the, the basketball community. It's going to be um, interesting to catch up with him as the Bears prepare for Texas Tech. And uh, the Red Raiders come into town. Aaron, I, I'm told... Uh, earlier today, I saw a tweet that went out that suggested the Baylor ticket office said tomorrow's game is a sellout. Man, that is good news, especially with a team like Tech that while they're eh, a little bit hot because they've won two games in a row, uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders have only won one conference game this season. Come in at, I believe, one and eight. All right, and uh, now uh, we are joined by philip helberg and um philip is uh well we, we're starting a new partnership and philip i just i had so much of your uh your barbecue at tailgates i would drive out there and at some point it seemed appropriate that uh, we would do something together and uh, we're we're so proud to bring you guys on to the matt mosley show 
And uh, Philip, c- congratulations! Uh, uh, I, this is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun working together. And I mean, it's so funny, Philip. As I get ready to bring you on here, my mouth started watering, kind of thinking about what what uh, what some brisket might taste like this very afternoon. Uh, welcome aboard, sir. Philip, Aaron, I'm not hearing. Okay, good, good. Okay, Philip, I gave, I was giving you a big introduction, uh, but uh, so excited to have you aboard the Matt Mosley Show. Welcome, uh, welcome to the program, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's good uh, to to be visiting. And as I was saying, uh, I tell you, I have. Uh, uh, tailgates, whether it be Central National Bank, you guys have become synonymous with Baylor football. And, um, you know, you go from tailgate to tailgate. Uh, are those Saturdays – oh, by the way, Philip, did you see the news that um, eight home games this year? So oh, yeah. <laughs> prepare, no, prepare we're, for, we're... for some early mornings. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we were excited about that as soon as we got the email, uh, me and my – catering manager and front of how all the management team just started texting each other. Hey, did you see the schedule? We're going to be busy this, uh, this coming <laughs> fall. So we're, we're excited. We're already, already, uh, jumping up ideas and getting ready for the chaos. We can't wait to jump back in. All right. Philip Helberg, the pit master at Helberg's. Now, Philip, you are a pretty young guy. Tell us a little bit about the, the Helberg family, the, the history and everything. When's the first time, like what age were you, the first time you ever smoked a brisket like how did this i think people always kind of wonder okay this guy has become a a, a big name already in uh, central texas and around the state of texas how old were you the first time you ever started trying your hand at this and then at what age did it occur to you i think i could make a business out of this well, I must have been. It was. It was. I cooked a, a brisket for July Fourth um, in 2016. Uh, so I must have been 22, and <laughs> uh, it. <laughs> I got kind of hooked on it pretty quickly. Um, and you know what started as a once a month uh, hobby just turned into you know a couple times a month. And then I was I was trying to convince my my then fiance now wife to let me buy a brisket every week to, to cook on the weekend. So that was kind of just how I started spending my weekends. And then, um, I think I, I hadn't really had an idea. Uh, it just kind of turned from a hobby to a passion to an obsession. And, uh, then people started asking me if I was going to be doing anything, uh, serious with it after about a year or so. And then, uh, it was late 2017. We started getting, asked to start catering you know parties and events and stuff like that so then it we just kind of fell fell into it and um and then moved to waco and opened a trailer two months after we two months two months after we got here yeah so that was april 2018 we opened our trailer and so yeah it'll be five years the end of april I feel like there was a coffee shop in town, maybe my first interaction with Hellberg uh, Barbecue, and it was a very positive uh, experience. And then, of course, at one point, I just said, um, I, I, you know, I'm going to drive out there and check that, that scene out. And, Philip, you all y'all have developed a huge following. But Waco people come out, uh, China Spring, Crawford, and I understand, are we allowed to hint at least or announce that uh, there could be – an expansion 
or are we are we kind of are we saving that? I don't want to. <laughs> I've I've been hinting at it, but I didn't know if we could well, share that with folks yet. It's definitely in the plans. It's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter okay. of uh, how and when. You know, we'd love to be able to say you know next year for sure. Um, yeah. That's. I'll, I'll tell you this much. This much is for sure. We have a piece of land right down the street from our current location and we're hoping to build on it. Um, it's just a matter of, and in fact, we just got a revised set of plans back today. So we're really excited about that, but you know, it's all in God's timing. You know, we're, we're going to, it'll, it'll happen when it needs to happen. And, uh, the community has been really supportive and, and they're going to get us there. So it'll, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Talking to Philip Helberg, Pitmaster, Helberg barbecue. And, uh, so great out there. Philip, take us back to, when, when I, I mean, Texas Monthly, I used to write for Texas Monthly, love reading it. Uh, that barbecue top 50 became just sort of the, honestly, it's become the biggest thing Texas Monthly does. And, you know, for years, Central Texas just wasn't a real big player in that. And then suddenly, a couple of, uh, you know, the barbecue places around Central Texas were mentioned when y'all first appeared in there. And that would have been, I don't know, three or four years ago when that happened. Did, was there like an immediate, were, were people coming out of their way off 35 and off Highway 6 and everything to, to, um, to come find you all? What was that, what was that like when, uh, when you started kind of getting ranked up there pretty high? Sure. So we got our first ride up uh, August of 2018. So we were only open for, you know, maybe four months or so. And this was, this would have been when we were still in our little uh, old food trailer that we had converted from a, old camper from the 1950s and uh we started to get a, a few you know the foodies and the the barbecue road trippers um coming to check us out on the weekends but it wasn't until 2019 um we we got a call one day that they were going to send a photographer out and we didn't really have any idea what that was about but then we found out that there was a mid what they call a midterm list and it was the 25 best new barbecue joints in the state um we were published on that list and 2019 conveniently like two weeks before we opened our brick and mortar location so we saw our business skyrocket after that and then you know by the time the top 50 barbecue joints list came out in 20 uh was would have been november 2021 uh we had already been open for you know three almost four years at that point so um it was definitely a big milestone for us and it was a great huge accomplishment for us and the team and we'd we saw a little bit of a bump from that, but I think uh, it was that that 25 best new joints list that really put us on the map a few years ago. That was big. Now, does Yvette, like, I've always um, uh, felt like she was a huge part of what you've done, and, and you do it as a family, and now you'll have a child. Like, does she ever get back there in the pit with you? Can she kind of, uh, does she know the the, the ways, the, the secrets behind it all, or is she more like the marketing brains behind this whole thing? What is what uh, what role does Yvette play in? Because when we put out our graphic, by the way, uh, it's going to be the two of y'all. I like that picture where y'all were, uh, you you know, you, you, I think you've got your overalls on. It looks like you guys are, are doing some hard work back there. What role has your your wife played in all this? Yeah, she has. Um, I mean, she's been a, a huge rock and foundation for just allowing us to be able to do this. So um, she took a big leap of faith and trusting me to to start this business alongside with me. And, and from pretty early on, you know, we got pregnant with our son maybe three months into our, you know, opening our trailer. 
And so it, it wasn't very long before, you know, I had to, I had to relegate her to admin duties and, and she worked pretty closely <laughs> with our accountant in that first year learning how to do just about everything aside from filing our, our annual taxes. So that's a lot of stuff she's training me on now, now that I'm getting ready to promote a general manager at, at my restaurant and more of my stuff is coming off my plate that'll get passed on to him. So I'm, I'm kind of starting to take some of the last uh, duties that, that she has so she can just be fully uh, a mom, <laughs> but uh, she has done a lot. I mean, she's, yeah. I've taught her how to make sausage. She's cut on the cutting block during COVID actually, whenever we had to flip our service model on its head, she was actually primarily the one cutting most of the meat because I was expoing, you know, checking all the orders before they went out the door because uh, we weren't, you know, cutting and plating things in front of people anymore. So uh, it quickly became a very important job to make sure all the orders and the, you know, uh, right stuff made it in the bag, basically. So uh, that was yeah. when she learned how to cut was right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and yeah, she's kind of done a little bit of everything. And uh, she's definitely earned her earned her right to be able to uh, be at home now and, and be with our son. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we get to start fostering soon. That's a, that's in the oh. near, in the near wow. future, hopefully what so a, she'll get what to a, spend a lot of time doing that. What an unbelievable calling. And uh, that is uh, unbelievable. Now the um, Baylor homecoming, you were telling me that story at a recent Baylor homecoming was one of y'all's record days. Give us an example of like how many briskets or, or how many pounds of beef uh, you went through after that Baylor homecoming game, I, I'm, I'm sure, because it seemed like so many of those games were 11 a.m. games. I think that was an early game. And then a lot of the people from the game ended up coming out there to Helberg. Uh, what, what, what was, was that your biggest day ever? And what was the uh, how many pounds of beef did you go through? Yeah, so up until the day before Christmas Eve this past year, that was our biggest sales day ever. I think we eclipsed it by maybe like, a hundred dollars or something like that. Um, the day before, day before Christmas is always a huge, huge day for us, but yeah, that was, um, that was massive. I want to say, you know, my wife and I and my catering managers were down, uh, at McLean, of course, uh, up there at five in the morning, you know, cooking eggs over open fire and, you know, bacon and all that stuff for the, for the, uh, breakfast, you know, tailgates and whatnot. And we probably sent out, um, at least about a hundred pounds or so, when we were down there um and then out of the out of the shop i don't really know how our lunch went but i know that uh we do a midday inventory every day so we can you know send that out on our social pages so that people can see what we have um you know cuz we are open for dinner you yeah. know most nights and so uh, i want people to be able to see what all we have available to make their decision if they're going to be making a drive um cuz we do sell out you know i don't want people to yeah. show up and uh, I drive 20 minutes out here and then we're sold out of everything. So I help, well, I do that to help them make their decision. I want to say after the game was over, we had 150 plus pounds of brisket and 20 something <laughs> racks of ribs. And I mean, we had a ton, it was by far the biggest midday meat inventory I'd yeah. ever seen from come off of the, the cutters report. And we wow. sold all of it. It was all gone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Day. It was yeah, wild. Good. 
Good for you guys. Well, we're so happy to be uh, partnering with you, and uh, great to have you part of the Matt Mosley Show. Give your website real quick for people that would have interest in. You all do some unbelievable uh, events in terms of catering. Give your website for folks that uh, may be out there thinking about their next big event. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's um, hellbergbarbecue.com. So that's H-E-L-B as in boy, E-R-G. Barbecue spelled B A R B E C U E dot com. I know there's a million different ways to spell barbecue, so I make sure to <laughs> <laughs> let people know how we do it. But yeah, yeah. we've got uh, you know we've got several different tabs on there. Pre-orders, wholesale. We're doing Super Bowl pre-orders right now, um, and then we have a we have a catering uh, inquiry page as well that gets sent to our catering manager. And we, like you said, we we do all sorts of events, um, big and small, and that's yeah. become quite a Quite a big part of our business and a huge blessing for us. So thank you for mentioning right. that. You bet. Philip, this is great. Uh, you and Yvette, uh, we really uh, love the business, and uh, and really uh, it's going to be a, a fun partnership and look forward to this. Thank you for coming on today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. God bless you. You bet. There he goes. Philip Helberg, you've heard about it. It's been written up across the state. Helberg Barbecue, now a fine partner of the Matt Mosley Show. All right, we got the uh, new Baylor running backs coach. This is going to be fun. A.J. Stewart joins us next. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. High noon tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. 
Replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After week-long talks, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma will be staying in the Big 12 until the 2025 season. Luka went out in the third quarter with 31 points with a heel injury, and the Mavericks hung on to beat the New Orleans Pelicans last night, 111 to 106. Mavericks at the Warriors tomorrow night. La Vega girls stay unbeaten in district play, beating China Spring last night, 80 to 17. Lady Pirates face Conley tonight at home. UMHB basketball women lose to Sol Ross last night, 77 to 74, and the men beat Sol Ross, 68 to 55. Both teams are at Howard Payne tomorrow. Women tip at 1 minute 3 o'clock. Baylor women on the road tomorrow at Iowa State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and the Baylor men at home in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at noon. You can hear both those games on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, proud to present to you uh, A.J. Stewart, Baylor's new running backs coach, assistant head coach. I mean, this is uh, this these are exciting times, and uh, A.J. just wanted to uh, welcome you to town. I know this has happened uh, a, a little while ago, but uh, are you getting settled in okay, and uh, are you um, – this is a little bit different than, than – where you came from in Oregon. Uh, is this, uh, how is this growing? And of course you spent time, didn't you, in Texas. So you know about this. How, how fun is it to kind of be back in, in uh, Texas? Sorry, AJ, not uh, Aaron. AJ Stewart joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Sorry, AJ, I don't know how much you heard of that. Uh, I was just uh, introducing you, and uh, man, good to have you, new assistant head coach, running backs coach uh, at Baylor, AJ Stewart. Welcome to welcome to town, sir. It's great to have you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm sure, boy, you hit the ground running, didn't you? We got recruiting. Now you have the early period. You have the the late period. Uh, I bet it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. How how has the uh, how has the transition gone uh, getting on this new staff? And I'm sure it helps having known some of these guys with Jeff Grimes and Mateos and having crossed paths with some of these uh, coaches. That that definitely helped for sure. Uh, you know, ease, ease me in a little bit, uh, you know, so just kind of got a heads up about, you know, some of the things that, 
you know, to be aware of and, and what we, what we wear to work and, you know, those little small things that uh, can be, can give you some anxieties when you first, uh, you know, get to a new place, but that was great. And for sure hit the ground running, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of recruiting to be done, you know, and things like that. And so it's starting to slow down, you know, going on, you know, about a, two, two and a half weeks. Um, and so it's, I'm starting to get my bearings and starting to feel like home. So I'm, I'm excited. Okay, so what part of Texas do they have you um, focused on? I'm sure you had to kind of get refamiliarize yourself with all the roads and the back roads and all the places you need to go to. It's a, it is a state unlike any other when it comes to high school football. Did all that stuff just come right back to you, or did you kind of did you have to? I guess uh, uh, we don't use maps goes anymore, don't you, do we? We got the GPS. Where is there like one specific area you found yourself already spending the most time recruiting wise? Yeah, I've I've been in uh, the DFW, you know, Metroplex area uh, primarily, you know, up to this point. It's you know, it hasn't been as as tough of a transition. I've I've recruited Texas uh, my entire career, you know, starting off, you know, when I coached down at Rice, and even when I went out, you know, west a little bit, you know, I still would get out here every spring, and you know, I've still signed some guys, you know, from from Texas and, and Dallas uh, in that area as well. And so um, definitely just getting getting to see some new faces. Some people have changed over the years and, you know, schools have, have emerged and, you know, there, there always have been, you know, diff, you know, going to be some players and everything, but, uh, but it, it's, it's been great, you know, just to be able to get out, can, can eat some Whataburger in the morning on my way out to hit some <laughs> schools. And, and those are the little things that you, you can appreciate uh, being back out here. What did you have there in uh, Cornvallis? Was it the uh, did y'all have in and outs out there? What was your main source of uh, you know uh, decent hamburger? Uh, I mean, w- w- there really wasn't a, there wasn't an in and out or anything. I really would just go to Five Guys. That was probably the best option out there. <laughs> you know, so I I be I became a you know a believer in, in the Five Guys. But now that I'm, I have access to Whataburgers. It's probably not good for me, but but I've been, been smiling the whole time since I've been down here because of that. You were a former tight end, so you can you you know you can do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Waterburger will put it on you a little bit. Now, what did you? Um, what about Dave Aranda in this staff was attractive to you? Obviously, Juice did a great job recruiting the Dallas area and everything, and and uh, and and he took another opportunity. What what did you what was kind of the first thing you were looking for on this staff and what what about Dave Aranda and the rest of the staff really stood out to you about this opportunity? Well, I th- I think the benefit was you know have having prior experience with Coach Grimes and uh, you know Coach Mateos and even you know meeting Coach Aranda uh, before and uh, throughout the years just knowing what they stood for you know or what they stand for. Um, and just how they how they go about building the culture, you know, at Baylor and how they've done it. I've I've been in touch with you know Coach Grimes and Mateos, you know, over the years since they've been here, and I've you know been elsewhere. And so just having a good idea, you know, about and, and just rooting from for that for those people, you know, from afar, even you know far before I could even think this was a possibility. So I've always watched Baylor football. I've always you know, rooted for them, text them after the games when they won big games and, 
and things like that. And so I think that was just kind of the, the benefit in having some familiarity with the, with the situation uh, just because, you know, from knowing people in the building. And so um, just when the opportunity came up, I just kind of already knew what it entailed and knew the work that had been done here to build the culture and what type of people were in the building. And um, that's what, what made it really a, a tough opportunity to pass on. A.J. Stewart, beta running backs coach, joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You were at Kansas. Isn't it funny how it goes full circle? You end up back in the Big 12, um, and you were part of that Orange Bowl team all those years ago. Um, and that, that is interesting. I mean, it's been a – I mean, you're still a young man, but that was uh, that was a time Mangino kind of had that thing going. Um, those were – and I think you were known as like one of the greatest. You you got a huge award as a scout teamer on that that Orange Bowl year. Um, what did you learn from Coach Mangino, and even going back to your your days with the Jayhawks? Uh, just the blue collar mentality, uh, low ego, high output. You know that's kind of what, um, what what we built our program off of. You know back in those days, and uh, a lot of underdogs, not a lot of highly recruited uh, you know players on our team, but a bunch of guys who. Uh, you know, rose above, you know, I guess the ratings and all that. And, um, and, and, you know, just bound, were binded together, you know, and uh, we had some good players and things like that and really good coaches as well, but just learning, um, you know, how much culture, uh, how important that is to success and, you know, the, what you do in the off season and that blue collar mentality, how that translates um, when you're playing against people who may be a little bit more uh, out it, you know, in the recruiting process and, and all that, but, you know, when you line up, you just know the work that you put in. And uh, I think that's what, what allowed us and helped us to be successful, you know, and just the work that we put in and uh, how we bought into the, the overall mentality of kind of being that, that underdog. What is your philosophy uh, you bring to the running back position? Obviously, you've had some great players, and it seems like your players put up big numbers. It's not just like the one bell cow. Um and, I mean, I think back to the guy BYU that might have been around the time you, you were there when he got recruited. Algier was just an unbelievable player. But even at Oregon State, I've noticed your guys, you had multiple guys putting up big numbers. Is that Has that become a big part of your philosophy? Hey, it takes more than one, one running back. Absolutely. I think uh, last year I started uh, using this. Um, I got it from our, our head coach used to say the star of the team is the team. And I kind of adopted that uh, with our with the running backs and say, you know, the star of the running back, the star of the running back group is the running back group. And uh, that's just kind of something that I try a culture I try to build. Um, I think you can have, you know, you know, an all conference type player, but then also have a, other guys that have significant roles. Um, and just how physical the position is, you know, I think you have to have multiple starting caliber players in your room um, and just create a culture that, you know, it's, it's kind of like to me, I, I kind of spin it as, you know, the Warriors, you know, especially when they had it, you know, had it rolling, you know, when they're winning, you know, these the championships and w- which is, I guess just last year they won a championship. But, um, you know, some nice clay's really hot and they just start they feed clay and Steph, you know, sh- shoots five threes. And then the other night, you know, Steph shoots 20 threes and clay, you know, he has eight assists, you know, and, and those things. And so. Um, I want guys to, to if, if they have the hot hand, I want to stick with them. And I, I think that's an incentive to, you know, to be prepared for your opportunity when you get in, in the game. And it's kind of the culture we've built and guys have, have embraced that. And, uh, you know, I, I always tell them we're going to play the most talented, reliable players. 
And uh, if that's five guys in our room, hopefully we can find a way to get five five guys opportunities. And if that's just three, then we'll you know we'll do that. And um, but I think it's just consistent, you know, uh, building that culture of consistency and in, in that you don't have to be the all conference player to have a significant role um, in our offense. And, and really at, at the running back position, it only takes one really good year um, to have your opportunity at the NFL. And so um, these are con- constant conversations we have. And, and obviously you have to manage, you know, people want to see, you want guys in your room to want the ball and want to be the star player and all that. But I think it's always about just keeping perspective on you. We, we can be making an impact, and not rushing for a hundred yards in a game, you know? And, uh, and so that's just kind of the culture that I've tried to establish everywhere I've been. And, you know, for the most part, it's, it's, it's led to some success. And that's what you see. You'll see, uh, we'll have an all conference back and then two other guys that combine for a thousand yards, you know? And so I think that helps now that it's, you know, it's kind of the, the, the proof in a pudding, you know, that that yeah. formula works. Um, but, but when we first, started building it you know it was a little probably a little bit harder than it is now but um that's what we'll try to continue to build you know as we go but the start of the running back group is the running back group all right i'm going to write that down all conference and then two guys who add up to a thousand all right aj i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna hold you to this that that <laughs> I, I, that's a that's an awesome way to look at it. Now, Richard Reese, the cupboard is not bare, and I'm sure again you love these coaches, but you also know these players uh, are a huge part of it. With an Oklahoma State big time running back transferring in, Richard Reese. Now that you've had a little chance to kind of get to know some of these guys, you're seeing them in the weight room. Um, what do you think of the the personnel that you're inheriting here uh, in your running backs room? I love it, you know, and and more so than just the talent is just the the way they're wired. You know, they're all uh, they just come to work every day and they they want to be coached, and that's that's really all you can ask for, especially when you're coming into an you know a new opportunity as a coach. Is you know you you worry the most about how much these guys are bought in and how much you know how 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 coachable they are, and they've checked those boxes off. They far exceeded those expectations, and and so that combined with you know with talent, you feel really good about it. You know, there's obviously every year we're gonna we're gonna put work in, and we're gonna try to get better. You know, but it it helps to know that you know those the the bare minimum those boxes have been checked off, and you just feel like you're starting you know, ab- above water, you know, when you get these opportunities. And so I'm, I'm extremely excited, um, not just to work with the players, uh, who they are as far as their talent, but just the people they are. The, these guys have, have absolutely blown me away with just, uh, you know, just how they approach the the game of football as, as well as life, you know? And so I'm, I'm really excited. And I think these are the type of guys that make, make a coach better, you know, as a man and a, and as a coach. And so that's what I'm looking most forward to. I've heard you coach running backs like great O-line coaches, coach offensive linemen, and you may know who that's coming from. I think that's extremely uh, high praise, especially from an old O-line coach, to say something like that. When you hear something like that, A.J., what is that – what does that mean? Um, what do you think they're saying about the way you approach it with uh, with with running backs? Because I I do think that is a uh, that's that's meant to be high praise uh, uh, coming your way. I I think uh, you know there can be a misconception about the running back position. You know we just kind of recruit these guys and let them go out and run. You know which to a degree we, we you know I try to preserve their you know natural ability and things you know the guy-given talent but I do think you can you can 
uh, still mold guys who are very talented, and uh, you can you can put a little detail to their game and uh, help just make the game even even easier for them. You know, with with rules and 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 help help with their read progressions and things like that. And so I would say um, that on top of just uh, coaching the physicality. You know, we always say we want to make we want to make teams tackle us for four quarters. And uh, and I mean that, you know, not meaning just duck our head and, you know, run through brick walls all game, but be strategic. You know, when we get to contact, how do we how do we initiate contact and not just take the contact? You know, we want to be falling forward every time, you know, we have the ball in our hand and they they know that my criteria, you know, they will know here. We haven't really talked too much about it, but to me the criteria for a good run is uh, being decisive being vertical and falling forward you know and so um, I give them parameters as far as uh, you know how the read where the ball should get to and all that and but at the end of the day it's about you know just being physical and and being reliable in the run game as far as you're uh, making the right read and just doing our part and it helps when we have these you got great tight ends and, and big old linemen, you know, doing their job. So the least we can do is is be in the right place and then, you know, just add to the physical mentality that the, you know, the whole line coaches have, have established, you know, up front. And so we wanna be a we wanna be a unit. We don't wanna be the running backs and the O line. You know, we want our run game to be one unit and I think that's uh probably what you know, what O-line coaches probably like, you know, when it comes to running back coaches who coach that way is we're, we're, we work together, you know, we're not, you know, independent contractors. We're, we're an extension of one another and we need each other to, to, uh, to be as, as successful as we want to be. And so um, that's kind of my message to my guys and the culture that we try to try to establish. I feel like y'all need a nickname or something, like the BYU Mafia. I don't know if that's really appropriate or not. I mean, there's there's a, there's quite a few of you now, and uh, that's got to be that's got to be a really cool thing for y'all to hold up again. And as you're saying, you know, the fact that y'all know how each other coach and everything, I think that's a huge thing, and that'll uh, that'll that'll go together. And by the way, Class Five A, AJ, uh, Class Five A and Six A. The Dallas area pretty much has been sweeping all the state titles. And so, I mean, you talk about a uh, uh, recruiting, like you say, you're familiar with the area, but it just gets better and better, it seems to me. Sock, what they've done the last two years. Duncanville finally broke through and got there. So um, I know I'm mentioning the ones that are like the elite of the elite. But that Dallas-Fort Worth area, it is interesting how some years, you know, Houston will kind of have it going. It, it, do you kind of feel like DFW area for whatever reason? It's it also is in basketball. Just has it rolling right now. Yeah, yeah, they've definitely uh, they've been crushing it. You know, the last couple of years specifically, but the, you know they've all there's always been talent. You know, in that area, which which we know, but you know we're they're really starting to you know see the fruit. You know, as far as you know, holding those trophies at the end of the seasons and things like that, and so that's that's been really cool and. Uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's their time right now, and you know they've uh, they've done a great job. You know I think of overall just the culture out there and, and coaching guys up and, and getting them to play at a high level. And you know you you can't win in Texas. You know you can't just win with players. You have to have players and coaches. And you know so I think that's that's probably the biggest thing to hang their hat on. You know with the success uh, you know overall from the city. You know these last couple of years. All right. You get, did you were you like the rest of us? Did you kind of enjoy 
seeing the schedule release the other day, did that get your uh, adrenaline going, kind of finally knowing exactly who would be on the schedule, where you would be going? Uh, Baylor gets eight home games, which is very nice. Did that? What were the coaches like when the when the schedule was released? Did y'all kind of put it up on? I mean, y'all may have gotten tipped off a little bit before, but how exciting was that for the coaching staff? Very exciting. I mean, it's it's easy, you know, in the off season we know we're working towards a season, but I think it just helps, you know, just just have a visual of you know the 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 opponents that we're going to be coaching against and you know our guys to to see who they're going to be playing against and you know you can mentally prepare for the different you know scenarios that you know are going to you know you're going to have to you know go through in the different obstacles that the season may present and so I think it just always kind of gives you a peace of mind just knowing what you're working up against and you know okay you know it gives you a little more sense of urgency and and I think it just gives you a little more structured mindset you know in the off season working into the the season but you know the guys have been working we've all we all knew there you know there were going to be 12 games on our, during the regular season and so um but it does feel good to kind of know you know what what it what it all entails and and uh you know where where we're going to be playing our games on the road and at home Okay, I've penciled in ten wins, by the way, so I uh, no pressure at all. <laughs> but uh, well, this is fun. Now, other guys arrived with nicknames in tow. Dennis has one. I'm not sure if he loves it, so I won't say that one. Do, are you are you simply Stu, or or uh, do you have another nickname that we should know about? Uh, no, I mean. I think here is just you know a lot of guys just call me AJ. You know, around the, okay. the staff. Uh, but I, Stu has been picking up the last couple of years in my coaching career. I've, I've known. I don't know. It's because I'm getting a little older now. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> so. I could see Stu maybe sticking. You know, um, I've, I think I've heard a couple guys say Coach Stu, um, but you never know. I'm just happy to to have a, a locker and you know have a name tag on my door and all that. So as long as as long as it's within my name, you know, and not just something off the wall, I'll, I'll be happy with it. All right. Well, congratulations. Go say, you know, have you met Walter Abercrombie yet? You know, Baylor does have some unbelievable running backs that still get to hang around sometimes. Alfred Anderson shows up, Walter. So it is kind of fun that Baylor has so many NFL, former NFL backs. Alan Rice comes to mind. Uh, Dennis Gentry, of course. So if you ever uh, need to show any of your running backs, uh, you know, hey, this is what an NFL running back looks like. You've got no shortage of guys around here. I, I look forward to meeting those guys. Absolutely. All right. AJ, it was fun to visit with you. And, uh, man, good luck. Look forward to meeting you in person. Likewise. Thank you very much. You bet. There he goes. AJ Stewart, assistant head coach, running backs, comes into Baylor and uh, will really uh, – he's, uh, he's got a great reputation. And uh, I've, I've talked to some people even today that are really bragging on him. Uh, for what he's going to bring to the program. So it's going to be really fun. All right, we got some Campus Confidential. We'll do it next. Recently on Game Time. From the CNC Collision Center text line, Trumpy says if Tom was a wrestler, not wrestler, wrestler, uh, instead of Nacho Libre, would he be Nacho Grande? <laughs> <laughs> Just Mike, what's happening this morning? First, I want to have a snow day where we're snowed in and then go straight into summer. You're not going to have a snow day. Yes, we are. Ryan thinks we are. February. Ryan is calling February. What's happening? Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know I'm supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from... From uh, advanced, yeah, we're advanced. Advanced house leveling. House leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at two five four two three five four nine two two and tell her turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. (laughs) Let's see how stupid that one sounds. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After week-long talks, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma will be staying in the Big 12 until the 2025 season. Luka went out in the third quarter with 31 points with a heel injury, and the Mavericks hung on to beat the New Orleans Pelicans last night, 111-106. Mavericks at the Warriors tomorrow night. La Vega girls stay unbeaten in district play, beating China Spring last night, 80-17. Lady Pirates face Conley tonight at home. UMH 
varsity basketball. Women lose to Sol Ross last night, 77-74, and the men beat Sol Ross, 68-55. Both teams are at Howard Payne tomorrow. Women tip at 1, men at 3 o'clock. Baylor women on the road tomorrow at Iowa State. Tip is at 5 o'clock, and the Baylor men at home in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at noon. You can hear both those games on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. I just Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential. we got more Baylor stuff coming up. Uh, in fact, Alvin Brooks III is going to join us in, oh, about 10 minutes or so, about 11 minutes. We'll talk to him at around 5 o'clock, and uh, it'll be good to get locked in. With Coach Brooks, a lot to talk about. Lots of things kind of floating around out there with the men's basketball program. Sellout tomorrow against Texas Tech, so that'll be fun to get to visit with uh, A.B., we like to call him, Alvin, A.B. 3. I mean, if you want to go with the full thing, kind of like R.G. 3, A.B. 3. Uh, Alvin Brooks the third will join us at 5 o'clock. All right, Aaron, what do you have today in Campus Confidential? The negotiations for Oklahoma and Texas to lead the Big 12 a year early and join the SEC in 2024 have stalled, and a deal is not expected to come to fruition, sources told ESPN today. Pete Thamel reporting that after weeks of negotiations, Texas and Oklahoma are still slated to join the SEC in 2025. Sources said the parties couldn't come to terms in the complex negotiation involving the two schools, two networks, ESPN and Fox, and the Big 12 the sticking point, according to Thamel's article, was how to create equitable value for what Fox would lose in 2024, the equivalent of seven football games featuring Oklahoma and Texas. Golly, I mean, I don't know how to feel about this. I was kind of ready. Aaron, it was 14-game weird schedule this year, and we don't get to play Oklahoma State or Oklahoma and this and that. I was just kind of ready to say goodbye to everybody. One last trip. One last trip to the Brazos. Uh, the Longhorns come in here at the end of September. Oh, yeah, it was just—I thought we were just all, you know. Hey, see you guys. See you all. all have a great life. Go enjoy the SEC. I mean, I think you guys will really love that. Go do it. Go, go enjoy all the road trips to Starkville and everywhere else. But then we're going to have to have another season. Aaron, I think, um, I think they ought to start working on that 2024 schedule right now. Okay, after that 2023 schedule came out about two months late, why don't we why don't we get our schedule makers to to really start drilling down on that, and then let's let poor Oklahoma State play somebody. I mean, Oklahoma State got their schedule. <laughs> it was like they went down to Christmas morning and nothing. Santa didn't come to see them. Oh, you don't get to play Baylor. You don't get to play Tech. You don't get to play any TCU. You know, all the people, your fans kind of enjoy y'all playing that's in the conference that, that's going to remain together. Yeah, you're not playing any of those people. All right, we're going to give you we're gonna give you the bedlam. Oh, my gosh, we thought one last bedlam. There was going to be another bedlam. Where is this one, Aaron? Last year the bedlam was, I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep up. We'll see. I'll say one thing. Porter Mosier can't win a bedlam game. Did you, have you noticed that? That's the one thing Mike Boynton's been kind of, eh, meh. He's been okay at Oklahoma State. Not great, not not horrible. But he beats the heck out of the Sooners. 
I mean, nobody hates to see Porter Mosier and the Sooners go like Mike Boynton. He's ready for them to stay another year because the Pokes, I mean, they're not a particularly great program right now, but they beat the, they beat the Sooners every time. Sooners beat the number two team in the country, and they cannot beat OSU. Like, they have no shot against the Pokes. All right. Um, and, again, a reminder, Alvin Brooks III, the Baylor associate head coach. Woo, we got a lot to talk about with Alvin. I hope he's ready. Golly, Alvin. Alvin's probably out there listening. He's ready. Boy, he and Coach Jacus. I mean, I don't know if any school in the country boasts a better co-associate head coach situation than, than Jacus and Brooks the third, a two-headed monster, I like to call them, when it comes to uh, coaching. All right, Aaron, what else do we have, sir? Oh, are you going to hit that one sad story for the Bears today? We, let's, we got some bad news um, on the recruiting front. I didn't know if you wanted me to do that or you're going to do that. Hey, you can go ahead and do that one. All right, Bears had somebody. We talked about him from Little Rock Academy. He was going to do some kind of 247 sports special today. 2024 quarterback, big guy, 6'4", got all the size in the world. He was deciding between Baylor, Clemson, and Auburn. And, and he got together there, and I, I made a mistake. I actually tried to tune into this thing. And first of all, he said, oh, it's, now it's not two anymore. It's 2.15. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do Steve Wiltfong, the guy from 247, seems like a nice enough guy. Steve said he kind of throws it over to the family, you know, and, and there's the kid waiting with his family. And he's a nice, the, the guy's a nice, I, Walker seems like a great kid, great family, have the friends. The sister was, was uh, behind him, and he thanked his sister. He thanked everybody. I mean, I, he did a nice job. But, Aaron, I swear he went for like 10 minutes kind of talking about this, talking about that, talking about the coaches, had a few jokes. I mean, it was like a 10-minute, a like you wouldn't get to it. And, and, and then finally the, the Wilfong guy for 247 is like, okay, uh, now without further ado, uh, Walker, let's uh, go ahead and talk about your announcement. And the kid said some more. And then in the end, he picks Auburn. All right, and he put the cap on. The parents took off their pullovers or whatever, and they had Auburn stuff in front of that. Kudos to him. You know, Walker White's a great name. Walker sounds like a guy that might show up and play for Auburn. The 247 people had apparently been predicting, they'd been predicting Clemson. So I, I have not really inquired a whole lot about this with, like, the Baylor coaching staff, but I don't get the sense and, of course, Aaron, our buddy Drake, our buddy Drake put out a tweet earlier <laughs> that, like his whole life was counting on this kid. I think he was just being funny. You never know with Drake. But Drake, Drake was like, you know, he got way too close to the Novosad kid, and then he got burned by the Novosad family, and then he was doing it again today. He was getting all, he was, he was you know, tearing up, excited about the Walker White announcement. Walker White has decided to go to Auburn. That is the news of uh, the day as far as Baylor football. Again, I know some of these 2024 quarterbacks that Baylor's interested in, and with all due respect to Walker White, hope he goes and has a really nice career at Auburn. Okay, we don't. Baylor's not going to have to play him. I think the Bears will be just fine. 
All right, this is not one of those that, and even if he had said Baylor, Aaron, after what we went through with this last one, I don't think I would have been out there doing cartwheels. Until they sign on the dotted line, that's when you know they are. uh... And by the way, most of these families and stuff do actually stick to their, their, you know, things and don't flip on the last day, okay? That's really not a lot of people do that. All right, it's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Been fun day so far. A.J. Stewart, the running backs coach from Baylor, was on with us next. Alvin Brooks the third, big-time Baylor men's associate uh, co-head coach of the Bears. He joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And Alvin Brooks III now joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. I assume this is his favorite local show. Uh, <laughs> I, like to, I like to tell myself that. And, uh, Coach Brooks, this is, uh, is going to be fun. I got good news earlier on a couple fronts. One was this thing's going to be a sellout. Another, there's a at least one report floating out there that um, uh, Jonathan Chamachachua is ready to return. Now, you can either choose to confirm, deny, or not touch that one. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get you in trouble. But now, if you, I do want you to be the one to get to break the news to us because that is that would be extremely happy and great news to uh, to Bears fans if this is coming to fruition. Well, you know, um, first of all, I'm really excited that this is a sellout. Um, I think that's huge for our guys. Our guys definitely feed off of their crowd, off the family crowd. And so I think that's I'm extremely proud of that. And then as far as John, you know, John, is, he's done warm-ups. He's worked out in warm-ups the past couple games. And, you know, he's starting to get involved and practice a little bit more. And, you know, we're expecting it, you know, when it comes, who knows? But you know, I can't I can't say it'll be tomorrow, but before the season is over with, you know, hopefully he's playing for us, but you just never know. So I think, you know, time to tell. Boy, that was very diplomatic. Can't say it will be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready for your close ups. Yeah, I'll just tell you, time will definitely tell. Okay. Okay. Well, I tell you what, I'm not going to jump out there then with any kind of reports. I'm just going to, you know, time will tell <laughs> with Joshua. And if he shows up tomorrow, that's fine. I'll, you and I'll just give each other a knowing smile if that um, if yeah. that if that happens, right? Um, what? Tell me a little bit though. Like, coach keeps bragging on him and pr- about practice, and then obviously getting to see him warm up the. The dunks, I mean, it looks really impressive. I went from a couple weeks ago thinking, well, there's no way a guy with drop foot can put a device in and truly be impactful or effective to then hearing about it and then watching these dunks, and now I have a different feeling about this. Uh, I would imagine knowing him and being around him as much as you are, has it been 
pretty awesome to kind of see him continue to take all these steps and and return to at least where he can uh, he can be in practice. Oh man, it's a it's a miracle to be honest, and you know I think we've had a couple of different miracles happen since I've been blessed to be a part of the program, and this is definitely one, another one. Um, just to know what happened, um, you know, feel like not too long ago and to see his progress and to see where he started to where he is now is unbelievable. Um, and I think if you just told somebody that didn't know the situation, like what happened to him, they would be shocked because, I mean, he's just, I mean, God blessed him with a heart that's bigger than most people. And his tremendous hard work. I mean, it's hard to bet against him in anything in your life. Boy, I like that heart that's bigger than most uh, people. And uh, it is, and you know, that's the cool thing is a lot of times when people are injured, they can't really be a leader on the team if you're not on the court. And yet from an emotional leadership standpoint, his, how has he done as far as like staying engaged with his teammates, the support he brings on the sideline. And of course, there's another player who rarely gets on the court, but I see him over there, uh, Coach Brooks. You know, and he's he's. I mean, it's like he's the leader of the bench mob over there. He's kind of the you know Theo yeah, Pinson for the Mavs. Who is that? I'm talking yeah. about that guy. Really gets into it over there. Jake Jake Youngkin. I mean, he's doing a great job. Um, Jake is unbelievable with his energy, and you know that's something that we've kind of. We've, we've been blessed to have great benches in the past. And, you know, I think early on in the year, we were kind of searching for our bench identity. And Jake has kind of took it up upon himself to be the leader of the bench. And so that's that's one huge advantage that we have for us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. And every once in a while, he'll kind of like signal a first down or something. Tweedy kind of enjoys <laughs> that. Tweedy obviously is getting into yeah. it over there. Um, that it's him been, uh, actually, they, they practice <laughs> him and Tweety practice and they have like a, you know, how coaches have play cards. Yeah. They have like a, a call sheet of all the different celebrations that they're going to do it during the game. <laughs> so it, it, it's definitely, it's definitely fun. We actually have a camera just on a bench and we, we constantly show them the next day to show kind of what they decided they were going to do that day. Mm, the next day, show them their energy and what they're bringing. I like that. Boy, you better stay engaged over there. If even if you're not playing, you better you better be involved. Uh, talking to uh, Alvin Brooks the third, the uh, co-associate head coach for the Bears, and uh, this is going to be it'll be fun. A sellout. Uh, that that crowd against Kansas was great. What was your biggest takeaway coming off that Texas game? I mean, the silver lining is you didn't shoot the ball well, and you still had a chance at the end. Um, you you kind of scrapped around and and dug your way back in there at the end of the game. So it's kind of good news, bad news. There are times the shots aren't going to fall, and you got to find other ways. What was the what was the biggest positive you can take away from that uh, loss in Austin? Well, I think the biggest positive, like you said, we we didn't shoot the ball as well as we have and for it to be a one to two possession game at the end, um, one possession game really at the end and us have an opportunity to still win the game. I mean, that's a positive. And so that shows that, you know, Texas is a, a really good team. And, you know, I don't think people talk about it enough, but 
you know, Texas have six guys on their team that have played in 95 or more Division One games. And so that's a lot of experience that they have. And for, you know, not have Langston and still able to compete at that level um, and not playing our best game, um, that was definitely something that we can improve on. And, you know, we had a chance to watch the film and see what we can correct. And, you know, hopefully we'll correct some of those things tomorrow. What do you think about Langston? Are you going to give me another one of those answers? Do you think Langston uh, <laughs> could uh, could return yeah. to the lineup tomorrow? Game time decision. <laughs> Game time decision. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, I, I honestly do not know. Um, you know, a lot of it depends mm-hmm. on, you know, what he can do on warm-ups. And so it kind of was the same with Texas. A lot of it, what you know, what he can do on warm-ups. And you know, after warm-ups, you know, decision was made. And so I think it'll be the same tomorrow. All right, and then what about Texas Tech? Um, what have y'all seen from them? They they had a long road in the wilderness there. Uh, lost, I guess, their first eight conference games, but now they, they won at LSU. They had an unbelievable comeback in that game the other night uh, to take down Iowa State. I mean, what um, what have you seen that's a little different from them and, of course, I'm sure they've had some close games this year. But what has allowed them to, to, to finally string a couple of wins together? Um, I think the, the one key thing is that, you know, they have two guys that are hurt um, that they normally depend on. And, you know, Fardar and Isaacs. And when you have two guys down, you know, a lot of good teams band together even closer. And I think – they they've done that the past two games, and Kevin O'Banner, I mean he's a guy that has a lot of experience and he's averaging twenty three and nine in their two wins, and shooting forty two from three, and so uh, actually fifty five from three, and so they're playing at a high level with O'Banner and then Davion Harmon is playing at a high level, and they're attacking the basket a lot more, and I think they're playing small ball a lot more because Fardell is hurt. And when you put O'Banner at the five, that kind of put Jalen Tyson at the four, and now you basically have O'Banner at the five, who's a knockdown shooter with four guards, and they're a little harder to guard than they were. With They were playing kind of multiple bigs. Now they're playing one big and four guards, so it's kind of a different team. Do you get a kick out of seeing Jerome – when he when he jumps up in the stands and and he's uh, grabs the mic, <laughs> you having been so close to him uh, all these years at at Baylor and you even knew him when you were at K State. I mean, y'all crossed paths for years. Yeah. What what do you, I'm sure you root for him when they're not playing y'all, obviously. But what's that, what's that been like? Kind of watching how how his season's gone. It's been unbelievable to watch. Um, it's you know he's he's like a big brother, uh, uncle, uh, mentor, one of my mentors, and so to see him have the success that he's having, um, is, it brings a lot of joy to my heart, to be honest. And you know, I told him, <laughs> I called him after you know he stood up on the the chair and stood up on the scores table, and I said, "Hey, coach, you, you need to stop doing that." You, 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 you kind of you scare me over here, and he, you know, Coach Tang, he's always full of confidence, and he's, hey, bro, I'm athletic. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm athletic. <laughs> so 
he's going to, Coach Tang is going to be Coach Tang. He's going to stand on the score table. He's going to go in the crowd. He's going to dance. That's, he just has a, a huge personality. And so that, that part I'm not surprised of. But, you know, and the coaching part, you know, he's always been a great coach. And I think, you know, being allowed to be a part of Coach Drew's staff, Coach Drew allow you to do a lot to become a head coach. And I think that prepared Coach Tang because he was a head coach before he even became a head coach at K-State. Yeah, he uh, he certainly was. And, boy, y'all had such great chemistry, all of you guys. Yeah, big – why don't we call him uncle? That'll make him feel older, all right, uh, rather than big brother. <laughs> Let's leave that at uncle. I like that. And uh, <laughs> talking to Alvin Brooks the third on the Matt Mosley Show, the uh, co-associate head coach for the Baylor Bears along with John Jacobs. Um, is this about as deep – as the Big 12 has been in terms of having like, man, like five or six really good teams that are all capable of winning, as you even going back to your days at Kansas State, is this about as good as it's been at the top in that first five or six teams in the conference in your mind? 100%. Um, I've been blessed to be a part of the Big 12 for two years now. And it's Big 12 has never been like this. I know, you know, it might, it, you know, every year we say it may be a down year and it still end up being the number one and number two league in the country. But this year is just ridiculous. I mean, we have really all 10 teams. I mean, if you look at the Big 12 SEC challenge, I'm not sure that it's ever been seven to three. And so that kind of shows you the depth of the Big 12. All right, where are you on fouling up three at the end of games? Are you? Uh, I know where I know where J- Coach Jacob stands. I think I know where Scott stands on that. Y'all chose to go ahead and do it. Bill Self hates doing it. Um, it it does come up from time to time. Are you kind of? Do you go back and forth a little bit, or do you feel a conviction one way or the other? No, I'm. I don't go back and forth. <laughs> I mean, I do go back and forth, but. I'm normally afraid to foul up three. Um, <laughs> I just feel like, you know, play great defense and get a stop. But that's just my ego, to be honest. But <laughs> um, obviously, if it's an opportunity to foul and I feel like, you know, the time is in our favor, then we would definitely foul. But uh, I'm definitely – I go back and forth. I'm, I'm not one way or another. Yeah, well, it's uh, what would you what would you do? No, I foul, and Jacus, I know is like me. I mean, I'm I'm just not even worried about it. I I foul. I I, I get what you're worried about, <laughs> and you you kind of have to think about the timing. You know, uh, Fran was talking about that during the broadcast the other day. He's like, uh, okay, under maybe eight seconds, yeah, uh, over eight seconds, maybe you don't. You know, there's just some there's some timing factors when to do it and all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm always for executing the foul, but I get the reason some coaches are leery of it. You know, I, I just, man, I don't want them to go down there and hit that three. And, uh, but I, I and totally. I thought, Arkansas, I thought Arkansas had a great play at the end of the game when we fouled them up three. And I mean, they, they had a wide open shot in the corner. Um, I'm guessing it was a play. It looked like a play. And so, 
After seeing that, it made me even more nervous to follow up. <laughs> I, I knew the kid was going to hit it off the side of the backboard. All right, I he had not been on the court, and I just I had no fear of. <laughs> no, I was freaked out, but I thought it was luck. I thought it was kind of luck that it went out there. I do need to go back and look because if they got that ball, they, yeah, yeah, if, I mean, it, if, they tap it that way. And wow. it's, it's an unbelievable play. I, um, I don't. I'm still trying to figure out if it's a play or not, but it looked like a play to yeah. me from the the way that they yeah. executed it. But I, and I'm just I didn't hit it. I know. I'm with you. I I did not want Musselman taking his shirt off in, in our home court. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've I brought that up with Scott before. If Scott's ever considered that ripping the shirt off, now Scott will grab the mic. He likes to grab the mic, but I I don't think we're in fear of Scott like ripping off the the shirt or whatever. I wish Scott would stop. Occasionally, I catch him trying to tuck in that pullover, and I don't understand that. He's he, Scott's a. Scott's a hip, good. You know he understands things. He just if you ever see him try to tuck in that pullover, will you reach over there and just pull it out for me? That's just not. He does not need to be doing that. Okay. All right. Let's just keep that in mind. All right. I'm glad we're dealing with the very serious things, the very important things of the uh, of Baylor basketball. All right. Um, that is um, Alvin Brooks the third. Alvin, I appreciate it and. Uh, I uh, always fun having you on and cannot wait to see that packed house tomorrow for Texas Tech and Baylor can get back on another one of these winning streaks. Yes, sir. That's the plan. And thanks for having me on. I always enjoy coming on. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, you bet. There he goes. Alvin Brooks, the third, he and John Jacobs do such a great job. Associate head coaches, uh, associate head coaches for men's basketball, co-associate head coaches, and uh, do a tremendous job for the Bears. And uh, we've got a few more things to share with you on the college front. There's some NFL news that's been breaking. And um, it involves, well, there's a lot of different NFL news and nuggets. We'll hit it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look ahead at the weekend in Baylor athletics, including Baylor acrobatics and tumbling, number one in the nation, their season debut Sunday in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Grandma! 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Fun night last night from Rudy's in Waco, our Baylor Coaches Show. Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin, our first guest. The women headed to Ames to play Iowa State tomorrow at 5. And Felicia Mulkey, our second guest, the head coach of the seven-time defending national champion Baylor acrobatics and tumbling team. They begin their new season Sunday afternoon at home in the Farrell Center hosting West Liberty and it's a new season, a fresh start, a blank canvas, says head coach Felicia Mulkey. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's the journey, right. I think, and not just. And so every first meet's different. Every team is different. Um, so, yeah, and it's fun to watch them. You live vicariously through them. I don't have kids, so it must be what it's like to have children because I get excited for them and, and to watch them ramp up to the first meet at practice yesterday we had a little short practice in a daylight window right because it was so icy and you have freshmen throwing these tumbling passes just randomly that they you know and stepping into their own that's the fun part that's what I get excited about Felicia Mulkey and Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling number one in the nation again opening the new season at 3 p.m. Sunday in the Farrell Center hosting West Liberty. Also this weekend, Equestrian on the road at Fresno. They'll play Minnesota Crookston on Friday and Fresno State on Saturday. Women's tennis hosting Ole Miss today at noon. Florida Sunday at 1. Men's tennis hosting Minnesota today at 6. Men's basketball hosting Texas Tech nationally televised on CBS tomorrow at noon in the Farrell Center. Women's basketball on the road at Iowa State tomorrow at 5. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. The President's Day sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Shop the great selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs and get amazing deals on new Ram trucks, Jeep SUVs, Chrysler sedans, and minivans, or a sporty Dodge. Get more for less, guaranteed, more value, more selection, more service, and more trade-in allowance. And, of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams and order it today. It's the President's Day sales event happening right now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? 
Republic Gun Club, and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part, you can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After week-long talks, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma will be staying in the Big 12 until the 2025 season. Luka went out in the third quarter with 31 points with a heel injury, and the Mavericks hung on to beat the New Orleans Pelicans last night, 111 to 106. Mavericks at the Warriors tomorrow night. La Vega girls stay unbeaten in district play, beating China Spring last night, 80 to 17. Lady Pirates face Conley tonight at home. UMHB basketball women lose to Sol Ross last night, 77 to 74, and the men beat Sol Ross, 68 to 55. Both teams are at Howard Payne tomorrow. Women tip at 1, men at 3 o'clock. Baylor women on the road tomorrow at Iowa State. Tip is at 5 o'clock. And the Baylor men at home in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at noon. You can hear both those games on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the final stretch here of the Matt Mosley Show on a Friday, and we've had uh, some breaking news today, a, a possible Baylor target for 2024. Well, it was a target from uh, Little Rock Academy. It was deciding between Baylor, Clemson, and Auburn. Walker White, uh, quarterback, ended up going with, um, with Auburn, but you'd way rather know this now than at the last minute. So I don't think anybody around there, uh, this thing happens. Good that Baylor was in the conversation. Hope he has a nice career at Auburn. I I was I jumped in there and watched the broadcast of this, and I will never get that twenty minutes back of my life. 
the young man who seemed like a really good kid, but he just talked and talked and talked. I mean, you talk about milking the moment. Wow. And then he finally makes the announcement, and it's Auburn. Dang it, he picked Auburn over us. How dare he? That's fine. Bears will find somebody really good for 2024. I have someone in mind. They have someone in mind. It'll be fine. I think Sean Bell, Jeff Grimes, all the uh, particular. We just talked to A.J. Stewart, Eric Mateo, some really, really fine offensive coaches for Baylor. They'll circle somebody and uh, and zero in, and they'll they'll uh, land somebody. And I think, you know, you learn lessons in recruiting. It's not always the greatest to have a 2024 committed, like, way early. It doesn't always work out. You might want to kind of hold off, hold off a little bit. And then, uh, and then have it happen, and so I think that'll be just fine. Big 12 news today. Sources telling uh, Pete Thamel earlier today the effort for Oklahoma in Texas to leave the Big 12 early, uh, it would have been a year early, and join the SEC in 2024 has stalled, and at this point is unlikely to come to fruition. I think a lot of us thought, well, the money's not anything. They can come up with the money, but you got other people involved, including the networks. Aaron, you talked about the story a little bit. Fox would lose out on a lot, and there was just no proper way to totally make Fox whole on this. Maybe it's Fox that we should blame for having to have Texas and Oklahoma for one more year. It's a weird thing, Aaron, because it certainly will help the TV ratings for the Big 12, but you kind of need – I think I, everybody was kind of excited to move on and have it truly be a 12-team conference, get some of these new rivalries going, and it's hard to do that when you still have the teams that are trying to get out of the conference hanging around. And again, nothing against them. I mean, my gosh, I'm just tired of it. I mean, they can go. That's fine. But they're forced to stay because all the parties can't get to the table and agree. Now, Aaron, we both know that something could happen to make Fox okay with this, and this thing could still happen. But for now, the news is that Texas and Oklahoma will join the SEC in 2025 because they could, uh, couldn't come to terms for an early uh, departure because of the negotiations between OU and Texas, the two networks, ESPN and Fox, and the Big 12. Um, I So... Aaron, all these goodbyes we're getting ready to do, bye Texas, bye OU, there's a chance Baylor and the Sooners could see each other again. It won't happen this year, 2023. In fact, they're not playing Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. Just weird. I mean, you know, we're trying to get some of these rivalries heated up. The Baylor-Oklahoma State thing had been fun in football. I mean, it doesn't always go the Bears' way, but there have been some really good games. They play for the Big 12 title. And then you're not going to have them play this year? Weird. Aaron, as I mentioned, Oklahoma State. just they, I mean, they basically took everybody off their schedule this year, except the Bedlam game. Baylor, uh, Texas Tech, TCU. It's just like, hey, sorry. I, I know, I know uh, Oklahoma State, you all enjoy playing all these schools. These are good games. These are good matchups. Your fans enjoy seeing these games. But we're not going to make you play any of them. And then the University of Texas, they say, hey, Texas, now we're going to make you do some weird things, and you're going to have to travel around a little bit, but you're only going to play two games against these new guys. So Texas will only play two of the uh, the new schools. And did you hear yesterday, Aaron, 
Dana Holgerson. Now, I like the University of Houston. I'm excited to see them, so I don't want to start some kind of thing back and forth with my UH buddies. I enjoy U of H. I can't wait to see them in the conference. But, man, Holgerson, spare us all this whining. We're, we're starting way behind. We don't have any facilities. We can't keep up. We're way behind. We got a lot of making up to do. We got this and this. Come on. Just show up and play ball. I mean, I'm sure TCU felt like they were behind in some areas when they came from the Mountain West into the Big 12. I don't remember. And now Gary would complain about some things, but I don't remember that much whining. Dana Holgerson yesterday had some kind of wine festival. Let me tell you what Mac Rhodes and his bunch did and Jeremiah Dickey. They left Houston in great shape. They had all kinds of renovations and new stadiums and new arenas. They did huge things at University of Houston. So for Dana Holgerson to be out here acting like he doesn't have any facilities is a little bit much. All right? I mean, they, well, I mean, you should be telling your fan base, we're going to show up, we're going to compete, we're going to go out and win some football games. Nobody wants to hear that stuff. Baylor used to have a coach like that. God rest his soul. He's not with us anymore, but he used to show up at stuff, and he, the, head, the football coach would talk about that kind of stuff. We don't have facilities. Uh, we can't compete. We don't have any place for the kids to study. We don't have any study halls. Fans don't want to hear that. Fans don't want to show up and pay their money to go eat a, you know, a, a tough steak and, and hear some coach talking about they don't have room to have study halls. Oh, we don't have this. We don't have that. I'm glad Baylor's not doing that, Aaron. You know, out there complaining about not having equal playing field. I'm glad we have people like Jeremy Fudge shelling out $15 million to build us the Fudge Operations Center. Oh, man. I just I saw that yesterday, and I thought, golly, man, to, to be out there complaining about all that seems a little much. All right, uh, Aaron, breaking news a little bit in the uh, – Oh, I had this other. Let's stay with college for a minute, Aaron. It's almost like an extended campus confidential. You remember Carol Lawson? We'd see her on TNT. She's good. She's good on TV and everything. She's now the Duke head coach, the Duke women's head coach. Did you see the story about what happened in the game the other day against Florida State? I did. This I, is a, a ranked team. Oh, what were you going to say? No, I, yeah, I did. I, I was I had it for campus, but we ran out of time. I had okay. to talk to Coach Brooks, but it's it's the crazy thing. Well, I'll let you get to it. But the crazy thing about the story is the conference and the opposing coach are like, no, that's not true. That absolutely didn't happen. After her team beat Pittsburgh 53-44 on Thursday, Lawson ended her news conference by speaking animatedly about Sunday's game. Now, Aaron, who did they run into Sunday? Oh, it's Florida State. (laughs) She said after, uh, she says that in the first half of the game, uh, they didn't use a women's basketball. They used a men's ball. And, And, of course, both teams shot it poorly, but Duke shot it really poorly. And apparently at halftime, they made the discovery and got an actual women's ball. For people that don't know, Aaron, typically a women's ball is about two ounces lighter. It's about an inch smaller in circumference. And, you know, anybody that's been to a gym and, and shot some women's balls and men's balls, there is a difference. There's a difference in the weight. You can immediately feel it. How can that abs- – I mean, that can't happen. But as Aaron just said, 
Florida State's basically like, I, not to our knowledge, we thought we were we thought we were out there using a women's ball. They're not they're not admitting to this. Lawson said that throughout the first half, Duke players were quote complaining about the ball while going seven for thirty four from the field in the opening twenty minutes. <laughs> now, once they got apparently Aaron an actual women's basketball. They were 12 for 38 in the second half. Florida State made 10 of its 30 shots in the first two quarters and 14 of 31 in the second half. You know what that tells me, Aaron? They can't, neither team can shoot with any basketball. Duke's the number 16 team in the country. Now, if this really happened, that is embarrassing, okay? This is another, I mean, I, I don't like these stories. It's crazy that something like this would happen. Apparently, there's another story, Aaron. You probably read to the finish of this story. I, I can't, and I'm laughing about this, but it's it's ridiculous that, that in women's college basketball, as great as it is, and if you've ever wondered, for instance, what's better, college women's basketball or the WNBA? Come on. Come on. If you pay any attention at all, college women's college basketball is a way bigger deal than the WNBA. Say, well, wait, they don't get paid. Oh, listen, look at the crowds. Look at LSU the other night. Aaron, how many people showed up to watch LSU and Tennessee play? Like 16,000? I mean, can you imagine 16,000 showed up to watch a women's basketball game? That's great for college women's basketball. But this is, Aaron, there's a story. It goes back to 2017. The College of Charleston played home games and practice with men's balls for most of its season until the error was discovered. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, literally making it through most of a season and you didn't know you were working with the wrong basketballs? That is, that is unreal to me. Now, Aaron, all of us have shot women's basketballs. And in it, you can it, you could totally tell the difference. It's crazy to me that a men's ball would get involved in a women's basketball game. That should, there should be no way that can happen. And, and it's an embarrassment to the game if that really happened. I haven't picked up a basketball in almost, it's been about 10 years, and I could tell the difference right now. I would, I would bet you money. It's not hard to tell. Is there, are there any luxury, those luxury condos where you live, <laughs> is there a basketball court out there? Like, is there a hoop there or anything? Not. There is not. There's a small Man. weight room, but it's still closed from 2020. COVID. Yes. COVID. They, they still think they're, they think the, they're still in the grip of the pandemic. Aaron, see if they'll open that up for you. Surely maintenance will get that weight room open for you. You need to be in there hitting the weights. All right. And they need to build a basketball court over there as well. It's, it's amazing. You moved over there just so you could be close to Schmaltz's. Uh, Which and, I uh, am. You're just, yeah, <laughs> you're right around the corner from Schmaltz. And every time, every time uh, Nelson Rue puts his artisan jalapeno bread up there, Aaron's telling me, mostly, the bread's <laughs> back. They've got the jalapeno bread. Oh, man. All right, Aaron, I did like the fact that <clears throat> the Senior Bowl's been going on. We got the, we got the Senior Bowl buzz. And I, 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 for one, love that Mobile... The Senior Bowl, I like hearing when people think, okay, what's Chicago going to do at number one in the draft? And Aaron, apparently, <clears throat> even though I'm trying to think who's there that they would be looking to, to take. Um, 
the Chicago Bears brought the Calvary to Mobile with General Manager Ryan Poles, Coach Matt Eberflus, and Assistant General Manager Ian Cunningham all in attendance. So they're getting ready, and, and of course, they own the number one pick. Aaron, I'll tell you what will make you sick if you're a Cowboys fan. Look at some of the picks. Look at some of these teams' picks. Look at the Eagles going to the Dagum Super Bowl, and then look at their picks, Aaron. It, they got two picks in the first round. And they get in the second round. They own the second round. Like, I, I, I just happened to be somewhere today, and I looked up on the screen, and they were putting the Eagles' picks up. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, Howie Roseman. I mean, I, and I, Howie's a longtime friend of mine, and I like him. Aaron, let me tell you, you know how we used to say, well, that guy's not a football guy. This guy's a football guy. Howie Roseman is the last guy in America you would say, oh, that guy's a football guy. They, they took him out of his office and put him down the hall, basically like in a cubicle, when Chip Kelly was there. They, they, I can't even believe he stayed, but he hung in there. And then when Chip Kelly got fired, Howie Roseman rose to power again. And all he's done is, you know, go to two Super Bowls. Doug Peterson goes and wins one, and now they got another chance to go to the uh, Super Bowl. So kudos to Howie Roseman and his staff. And I, I think that's why, you know, we should watch it when we, oh, that guy's not a football guy. Well, I mean, is it like some of these people that maybe didn't play now, Jerry did play. Jerry played college football, but I don't think we can judge it by, you know, some of these guys, whether or not they played college football. All right, Aaron, as we kind of look around some of these teams, anything catching your eye NFL-wise? I, I, I find it interesting. Oh, one, one that grabbed my attention, that the Miami Dolphins grabbed um, Vic Fangio. And, and there was everybody was kind of wanting him. It's interesting who kind of who gets hot in the off season, and the uh, the Dolphins were able to bring him in, and they that Dolphin that's going to be interesting. I mean, it, it's funny he you go from being a head coach. I mean, we should all be so lucky, Aaron Dan Quinn. To this day, people, when you think about him as a head coach, what do you think about? You think about that Super Bowl, and you think what happened in the second half and them being up 28-3. Yet he's put his reputation back together as one of the greatest defensive coordinators in the game. Vic Fangio got to be the head coach for how many years, Aaron? One or two seasons with Denver and just completely flatlined. It didn't work out. Maybe like one and a half seasons. Well, in the time since then, He's become known as one of the great defensive gurus in the NFL. So it is amazing how that uh, how that all changes. Um, and boy, NFL uh, and of course the prop bets, all the picks and tips for for the uh, upcoming Super Bowl are out there now. The other news that that was coming down today, Aaron, I thought you would find interesting. In the NFL, the Raiders. We used to have a big Raiders fan on this station. Q. The man we called Q, and um, and uh, Keont. His real name was Keont, in case y'all never knew that. But uh, Q Myers, and Q was a huge Raiders fan. And in his downtime, he would just do a bunch of Raiders podcasts. And now he does it full time from Las Vegas. He just talks about the Raiders all day long. Aaron, I think he flips on a switch at like ten in the morning and talks the Raiders for about eight hours. I couldn't even. 
even though I've grown up on the Cowboys and covered the Cowboys, I would never want to talk about the Cowboys that much, but the man loves the Raiders. The Raiders have granted Derek Carr permission to speak with teams that have already agreed to the compensation Las Vegas is looking for in a potential trade. It's the same agreement the Texans had with quarterback Deshaun Watson. Aaron, what do you think? I'm trying to see here. What He signed a five-year, $125 million contract extension with the Raiders in 2017, and then he did a big extension. The most recent extension included the right for the Raiders to cut him ahead of February 15th for a relatively minor $5.6 million salary cap hit. Aaron, let me ask you this. The desperation for quarterbacks out there, will there be a David Carr market that's formed? Do you wait for Carr to just hit the open market, or is there enough desperation for quarterbacks in this league that a team will try to trade for David Carr? I think someone will trade for him. It's just too important of a position, and there's just too many teams that need quarterbacks. But listen to this, Aaron. A team, a team trading for Carr would owe him $32.9 million in 2022, $41.9 million in 2023, and $41.2 million in 2023. Goodness gracious. I mean, that is just unbelievable what they would have to take on. I think you'd have to get the draft pick stuff right, and then he'd have to agree to maybe a new contract. That to me, that I mean, that's basically a, a similar deal to like what uh, what the Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has. All right, we have come to the end of our broadcast day. A couple more items as we say good night. That will be next in the dismount. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at three p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 attention central texas barbecue lovers we have great news for you elberg barbecue is now open seven days a week 
Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After week-long talks, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma will be staying in the Big 12 until the 2025 season. Luka went out in the third quarter with 31 points with a heel injury, and the Mavericks hung on to beat the New Orleans Pelicans last night, 111-106. Mavericks at the Warriors tomorrow night. La Vega girls stay unbeaten in district play, beating China Spring last night, 80-17. Lady Pirates face Conley tonight at home. UMHB basketball women lose to Sol Ross last night, 77-74, and the men beat Sol Ross, 68-55. Both teams are at Howard Payne tomorrow. Women tip at 1, men at 3 o'clock. Baylor women on the road tomorrow at Iowa State. Tip is at 5 o'clock. And the Baylor men at home in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at noon. You can hear both those games on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, always enjoy our visits with the, some of the Baylor coaches. Today we had A.J. Stewart, Baylor's new running backs coach. And uh, that's Stewart, S-W, excuse me, S-T-E-W-A-R-D. And um, that was fun. I mean, he's going to be good. He was at Rice. He's been at Oregon State. He's been in Arizona, been at BYU. Um, man, that, that, they, he's had some really good backs. And Aaron, that got me pumped up, him talking about, hey, his formula, one all-conference back, and then two more backs who combine for a 1,000. I'll take it. I mean, Richard Reese was like the freshman of the year. I mean, the guy from Oklahoma State's big time. What's our man's name? Dominique. Woo, I can't wait to watch him. And uh, and then we had um, Alvin Brooks III, AB we like to call him. And... He simply said, time will tell as far as when Chamuchacho returns. But, boy, he's looking good in practice, looking good, you know, warming up with the team before games. I mean, it's it, he, he basically said that uh, he's got a, a bigger heart than, than most people or something like that. And I think that's true. And I think he shows tremendous leadership on the team. And also, he confirmed something that Scott said earlier today. Scott Drew in his meeting with the media to say that uh, Langston Love will be a game-time decision. And coaches are still kind of, you know, hoping 
Obviously, he can make uh, some progress and be able to play. Langston is a key player off the bench. And we'll see how the Bears do a sellout tomorrow at the Farrell Center. Everybody have fun over there tomorrow. And uh, look forward. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. And we look forward to talking to you on Monday. Great job, Aaron. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at a full schedule of games tomorrow in the Big 12 Conference, including 8th-ranked Kansas at number 13, Iowa State. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all 